Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Extrospective, the podcast. So I have missed a few weeks because life has been a bit crazy, but I want to come back um, talking about something that has been on my mind a lot recently, and that is anger. Now, I don't know if it might be because, you know, with the holidays coming up, you're going to see a, a lot of your relatives possibly, and maybe some of your relatives don't really get along with you or you don't get along with them or they you know conjure up a lot of anger inside of you so I have just been thinking about that a lot lately in my life and I wanted to bring up the conversation of anger and more specifically what is rooted in our anger So um, without further ado, I would love to get into this podcast and also talk a little bit about the story of why I've been a bit behind on my podcast because I think that would be a great example of anger as well. So (laughs) let's get into it. Okay, so I had a few weeks ago planned to release a podcast with me and my brother Ashton. And Ashton did a great job on his podcast. We really had an awesome time talking. And I'm super excited to share that podcast with you guys. So um, that should be coming up soon. When I went to go post that, there was a bit of an argument that happened with Ashton and I. And the anger that I was experiencing during this argument I believe, was rooted in something specific, and I'll get to that in just a bit. So Ashton was saying that I I edited something out of the podcast that kind of made something that he was saying sound off, and it kind of sounded uh, wrong to him than what he was trying to say. Well, I immediately got angry when he said it, Because I sort of felt like he was attacking my ability to edit and create good podcasts. So it was kind of funny because he wasn't trying to do that at all. What he really was trying to do was get his points across in a way that people would understand. And he was nervous that it was not going to be understood correctly. So he had honest intentions. But my anger came, I believe with pride and as well as blaming him in ways in my mind so that it wouldn't be my fault that the podcast was not correctly edited but obviously I edited it <laughs> edited it that's a weird word I cut the podcast so if something's wrong with it it's going to be my my fault but I really didn't want to admit that to myself so my immediate reaction when he said that and was quote unquote attacking my editing abilities I just got angry and defensive because I didn't want it to be my fault so that brought me into researching about anger because as I was, you know, going through, this was actually Thanksgiving day. I don't know if I said that or not. So (laughs) as I was helping get food ready and stuff like that, I was just sulking uh, in how I reacted to the situation. I feel like it was so 
negative and unnecessary. I feel like I really responded with such anger that was truly not needed in the situation whatsoever. I think we could have handled that uh, without any sort of dispute and just moved on from it. But I really had to be, I had to let my pride get the best of me and play the blame game and pin it on him saying, oh, he didn't, he didn't listen to all of it. He's just being picky. He's nervous about it going out. And, you know, I just was putting all this reasoning behind it that didn't really make any sense just because I wanted the blame to not be on me. And as I was researching about anger, I saw this, this article, um, from, Somebody that, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I, I don't think I can pronounce this name right, but I think their first name is Anik or Anik. Um, and she breaks down anger and the four roots of anger. Now, I think this is not necessarily, you know, concrete. So I think this is just her perspective on the most common roots of anger. And so you can kind of take this and run with it however you'd like. But I really love how she said things in the four types that she she, uh, wrote about. So I wanted to share that with you guys and maybe just share this as a word of encouragement as you guys are going into the holidays and really don't, don't let anger take hold of your heart and take hold of your emotions. Because although anger is going to come, it's an emotion that we all have. We're going to have it. Sometimes we can't avoid it, but we can choose how to react to it. And we can choose how to respond during those times of anger. So I'm going to read off the most common roots of anger and give some examples to them as well. So it makes more sense to you. But I would love for you guys to maybe talk more in depth into this topic with your relatives and maybe your significant others and stuff like that because I just think it's so cool and really interesting. So the first root that she says is blame and shame. So I feel like as humans, um, just human beings on this earth, we can all play the blame game (laughs) and A lot of the time, it's really easy to because you don't want it to be your fault and you don't want to feel that responsibility on you. It's it really does suck. It really does suck when you have to take responsibility of something that is hard and difficult to to carry. It might be very weighted. And I feel like she says she says it really well in this post. Blame is easy. Taking responsibility is hard. Anger is easy. Self-control is hard. And I think that's so true that we really, I mean, I feel like we go about our life trying our best not to deal with difficult emotions on ourselves. So why not just kind of in our minds put the blame on somebody else? But the things that we do with that anger, thinking that that person is in the wrong, is sometimes (laughs) terrible. 
And I, I, I feel like that's what I kind of did with the podcast is I really went after Ashton and his, you know, characteristics and like how he was feeling at the moment when I didn't even know how he was feeling just because I wanted to blame it on him. And I didn't want to put it on myself. And I feel like, I mean, that's just a small example of things that we can do all the time. Like even in my marriage, I feel like I do this a lot. It's really easy to put the blame on my husband, Jacob, instead of putting the blame on myself for like, let's say the dishes weren't getting done. And let's say, let's say that I told him to do the dishes and then he didn't end up doing it because he um, got home from work late and he was super tired. Well, I might have had time to do it. I chose not to do it. And so why do I have to be angry at him and put the blame on him when I also could have done it as well? So it's just like even things like that, I feel like it's so important to not keep track of the wrongs and hold that blame. The woman who um, wrote this wrote this blog post, she talks about it a, a little bit more later on. But the next route she talks about is pride. Now, I mean, I feel like you really don't have to go a lot into pride. Like pride is, I feel like, the root of a lot of things. And the Bible talks about pride a lot in that way. And I feel like when you are a Christian and you believe that we really don't deserve anything, but thank you, Jesus, um, for dying on the cross for our sins and giving us this grace that we do not deserve. And I feel like if we go through situations like that, if we go through through situations thinking that way, um, it's very hard to be prideful. But easier said than done. <laughs> this world, this world is full of pride, full of pride, and a lot of the times it encourages it. And encourages us to be prideful. Being confident in yourself is very different than pride. So I just want to put that out there because you can be confident in yourself and who God has made you to be and who God has called you to be, but you don't have to be prideful about it. There's a good difference between those two. And something that I read in that article was anytime a person doesn't get what they deeply desire, anger is likely. And I think this is so funny. Get what they desire. You know what I mean? It's like it's a, it's it's about them. It's it's going to be about them in that situation. You know when little kids will throw tantrums in the store when they don't get what they want and you know the mom doesn't give them the toy that they wanted at Target and so the child just like throws a huge fit in the store until hopefully the mom or dad caves and gets them that toy because they know that they know that it works. They know that throwing a fit can work. And I think it's so interesting how us as adults will do that. It just looks a little different. It looks a little bit quote unquote mature, <laughs> but it's really not. It's the same thing like Sometimes when we have a fight with somebody out of pride, what's the solution to that? Like them saying that we're right. Is that what it is? You know what I mean? It's like, what is the solution to a fight that is just rooted in pride? I feel like it's it's really just us wanting to 
one up somebody like and them to tell us that we're right. And we we honestly if we can believe that that we were in the right, like why does it even matter what the other person says or what the other person does? Like why do we need to throw a tantrum like a child in Target? <laughs> and you know, I'm asking these questions, but I'm just thinking about every time that I've thrown a tantrum. So <laughs> I cannot cast the first stone. So I am definitely, definitely guilty of this. Something that it says later on in the article, which I think is just so cool, is no one can have his or her way at all times in all situations. And it's like, that's such a simple thing to say, but it's like, uh, duh. <laughs> like we're not always going to get what we want. So we got to get over it at some point, some point in time. Maybe it might be 30 years down the line. Maybe it might be when we're 65 years old. (laughs) I hope that I learn these lessons pretty quickly because that's going to be an exhausting life if it's just full of arguments of pride. I feel like um, as an Enneagram one, the perfectionist personality I, or you could say the reformer personality. I've heard it said that way, but I I feel like, you know, I'm always trying to see what's right and what's just. And a lot of the times, if somebody does something that I consider quote unquote wrong, uh, I have the, I have the right to, you know, call them out and get angry or hold anger towards them because they didn't do something right. And that is honestly not right <laughs> for me to do that. I am kind of being prideful and basically saying that the way that I feel about this situation is right. And so they're in the wrong. So I then have the full authority to hold anger um, over them. And that is totally not the case. I don't have the right to do that at all, even if somebody does something wrong. And that is something hard to understand, but Jesus did very well and Jesus lived very well. Through the Bible, you can see Jesus do this to many people that he sees where although they, you know, they were an adulterer or, or uh, although they they were sick and nobody looked at them the same way, all these, you know, laws and rules that they might have broken, Jesus did not treat them differently. And he actually had dinner with those people. And so who are we to hold anger over those people? I feel like I feel like that's not something that Jesus would do. I don't feel like he would hold anger in that way. And so so yeah, number 1 is the blame game, blame and shame. Number 2 is pride. And then number 3 is insecurity. Yikes. I I think a lot of us do this. <laughs> I think I think a lot of us are very insecure. insecure. <laughs> I feel like a lot of us are very insecure and we do a lot of things out of our insecurity, that low self-esteem that we have. I talked about um, low self-esteem a little bit in my dad's podcast where like, talking about Enneagram threes, where if they don't feel like they're being successful or contributing to something in, in the best way they can, they can kind of go to a very low point, especially if nobody has told them that they're doing a great job or encouraged them in any way, like they can get very low and insecure. And it's hard 
for you to lift them back up again sometimes. And I think that honestly, a lot of us can get to this point in our life where it could be, you know, rejection, disappointment, feelings, like she says um, in this article, feelings of inadequacy. That is so true. Like we're going to fall short sometimes. But I think it's really interesting how as soon as that insecurity forms in our in our hearts or like, you know, we start to feel that emotion of insecurity, anger is just around it because it's like it's kind of easier to be angry than to feel insecure um, and wallow in that. If you sit with insecurity, you start to pick apart yourself. But if you're angry, I feel like you just start throwing things out there to other people. And that is so, so bad for the people around you. But it might be a bit bit easier for yourself at the time. Now, I say at the time because I feel like later on when you see what you did during that anger, um, here comes the inadequacy again. So it's not even worth it to be angry. But I feel like... I feel like a lot of my anger is rooted in insecurity as well. And I think that story that I told you guys at the beginning, it could have even been tied to insecurity as well because I was feeling, I already get nervous putting out podcasts all the time. Like I get so nervous putting out podcasts because I'm just like really being vulnerable, vulnerable, (laughs) vulnerable with you guys. And so It can be scary to be that vulnerable with people and that honest. And so I'm already a little bit insecure on like, what if it's not good enough? And then when Ashton comes in and he tells me it's not that good, like (laughs) that's not what he said, but that's how my mind took it. I I just like start to get angry and I start to break down because I just don't know how to deal with those, with those emotions. And I, I think, uh, I feel like that's interesting. Don't know how to deal with those emotions. I think a lot of, that's totally what anger is. It's like anger is what we do when we don't know how to deal with an emotion that we're feeling. <laughs> I mean, not all of us, but I feel like that's so true. I feel like that's what I do. Like when I don't know what I'm feeling, I get so angry. Have any of you guys ever started crying and then gotten mad that you're crying? (laughs) I have done that so many times. My husband, if he's listening to this, is probably like literally yesterday you did this. (laughs) But like I get mad that I'm upset. Like I get mad that I'm crying and it like makes me angry. And I feel like a lot of the times anger can come from just feeling these emotions and not knowing how to deal with them. So you just start throwing and chucking anger at people not good not very good but the last thing that I want to talk about that the last root that this article talks about is dreams deferred or denied I thought that was really interesting that she talks about this like talking about how uh when you don't get to follow your dreams or you feel like somebody has is denying you of something I could be wrong, but I still feel like this is connected to pride. I still feel like, you know, feeling like you can't follow your dreams, that sort of thing, or or you can't do what you want to do because somebody or something is holding you back. I still feel like that's rooted in pride because you feel like you have the right to go after whatever you want. 
And if you can't, then you're allowed to be angry at that thing that's holding you back. So I still feel like that has to do with pride. But what the article talks about more is bitterness. Holding things in that happened in the past, just because you just feel like you have the right to, which again has to do with pride, feeling like you have the right to do something. And we're very, we're very selfish people at heart. And a lot of anger can be solved with leaving pride at the foot of the cross. I feel like if we can just, when we start feeling like, um, you know, like we're in the right and somebody else is in the wrong, we can, we can just take a step back and reevaluate the situation. What it says later on in this article is, um, when the person begins to act out, act out based on his or her emotions, the results are almost always negative. So act out. I feel like um, act out means negative connotation. Like, a, you know, like the tantrum that I was talking about, the kid in the store. If they are acting out based on any sort of emotion, it is most likely going to be negative. And this is so true. We even talk about this in my dad's episode, how he felt like anytime anger, anytime anger was in his heart and he said something, like he said something based on his anger, it was, it was always something that he wished he could take back. Like it was never something positive. I think that's, I think, I feel like that's so true for many people. It's definitely true for me. When I was a child, I I was so angry a lot of time, a lot of the time. I was naturally just angry about things. And I feel like looking back at my childhood, it was because of my anxiety uh, that I was so easily agitated because I did not know those emotions that I was feeling. I was so confused with why am I so worried Why am I so worried all the time about stupid things? Like if my alarm clock is going to go off and wake me up or if I'm going to accidentally sleep in and miss school. Like what a stupid thing to worry about. But I was so worried about that. And it would make me angry because I just didn't know how to process my emotions. I think one of the really cool things that you can do as a parent is being a safe space for your child to process their emotions so that they don't avert to anger because they don't know what the emotions are that they're feeling. I don't, I mean, I don't know if that will always help, but I feel like anytime that I was able to vent about the feelings that I was feeling, after the conversation, I felt more at peace. I felt more comfortable you know, especially the women who are listening to this, tell me if you've ever done this. Like you'll you'll tell your friend or your significant other like you're not going to believe what happened. You spill all the tea to them and you tell them the whole story and then they go to solve it and you're like, no, bro, I don't want you to solve my problems. Like I just wanted you to listen to me. And I feel like it's I feel like we do that because we're trying to process our emotions and we're trying to get stuff out of our head and out there in the open so that we can process what we're feeling. Because sometimes even when I'm in an argument with somebody, if I come back and tell my husband, Jacob, like if I tell him what's going on, sometimes after that conversation, I feel so much better. 
just like talking about it out loud and processing what I was feeling exactly and maybe how I could have been in the wrong. I encourage you guys as you're going into the holidays where you might be you might be seeing some family members who you may love very dearly but also can make you super angry or you can make them super angry like don't let anger ruin the holidays or ruin your your happiness or your joy during this time. I think we can choose I think we can choose joy. I really do. I believe that with Jesus's help and with the Holy Spirit in us, if you're a believer, I feel like no matter the circumstance, we can choose to, my pastor says, we can choose to bring our own weather. And I just love that. Like, I love that, I love that Jesus gives us the opportunity to do that because without that opportunity, I would be a hot mess, angry all the time, green like the Hulk, and just super mad at the world. And I just, I just don't want to be that way this holiday. I want to be, I want to bring my joy. I want to bring joy no matter the circumstances. And it's okay to feel, it's okay to feel angry, but let's not act on it. Let's not act out of anger and let's choose, let's choose joy. I would love to talk more um, about maybe how that looks and the ways that we could process our emotions to to choose joy and and to get rid of that anger and I might do that I feel like in another episode because I've already taken a lot of you guys' time but I just want you guys to talk about this like really consider the emotions that you're feeling when you're angry or if you're starting to feel anger in this holiday season or even after and feel free to you know message me on social media or if you're connected to our Instagram page, DM me about your um, your situations or the things that you're going through because I would love to, I would love to hear them. I would love to hear them. So thank you guys so much for listening to my rant in my TED talk about anger. <laughs> I don't, I hope something from this podcast was beneficial to you. So um, I love you guys so much and I will see you in the next podcast. Peace.